you hear and you just keep them there. You can't even like get them out of your face. Yeah, you gotta be able to Hello? Get them out. Hello? Pour some sugar on me. Hey, hey, good love. <laughs> you know, uh, listening when he said when he said a rock and roll like alternative rock, that was the first song that came to my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, oh, hey, hey, hey. You're showing your age now. You're showing your age. Hey, I love that song. I don't get, hey, I am sexy in whatever age I am. And and you know what? I'm thankful to yeah. be my age. Look, yeah, you can't be the Afro queen and not be sexy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm true. You know, Uncle Frito, we ain't going to go there. Yeah, but like, I, still... I, I don't remember like the exact question that you asked, but it was kind of along the lines of a. Uh, uh, what happened after, you know, when I went to college or whatever. Okay, so like, my sophomore year, my junior year, when Coach Bowen was still there, mm -hmm. I had like letters from uh, all kind of uh, places. I, I, my grades were cool, so I had like, Cornell University was actually one of the fucking places. Even though my name is not Cornell. But uh, uh, I had letters. You know what I'm saying? Right. Letters. Right. Sophomore, junior. Oh. So my senior it year, I don't get no letters. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think that maybe we should set that up for another podcast because that story right there holds so much weight and we oh. cannot oh. get it. We're going to talk in. about it over and we're going to talk about them over and over and over again. But the thing was like, uh, Pink was like, out of hell don't, you know what I'm saying? Uh, he have any scholarships or whatever. I mean, I mean, any letters. Yeah. Not even scholarships, but letters. And he yeah. told but him. Honest, that, honestly, honestly, I think maybe we should start from the beginning because you went to a private school before you came to Tulsa. I ain't never went to a no private school. What you talking about? I ain't I never went to no private you went, school. You went to another type of school before you came. Before I you never all. went to a private school ever. I've been okay, going to well, it wasn't private. It wasn't I just private. Wasn't, I, just, I just wasn't in Tulsa. Right. So what kind of school was it? Uh, regular school. I was in school in uh, Oklahoma City. I went to school in Moore. I went to school okay. in Wichita, South Texas. Right. Those yeah. yeah, those yeah, experiences. It, it, it was still public school, though. Like, I never went to a private school. Oh, okay. Cool. Okay. The only thing about McLean uh, was when I, first, when I came here, it was different because at McLean, they didn't care about education. Mm. Very, you know, and I I have to say, I can't say all of them didn't, but it, it was very few teachers that did um, hold on to the the fundamentals of education. But it, when you look at the at the schools, you know that we went to at that time, we had to share books pretty much. We had to, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, exactly. we had. We had old to ass go books too. old ass books. Old ass books. We had to go to the library and print off pages off books because they were falling apart. You know, you remember that putting a book under there and you had to print off pages, you know, because mm -hmm. the books were falling apart so bad. And then they would charge you for mm -hmm. the book if it was oh, the yeah. you know, so they were making now that is the biggest hustle in school ever to me, one of the biggest hustles is the books, or the books. You know, the books are falling apart. So, yeah, you have to go to the library, make prints, and so you're out of class a lot just trying to create a book by page, you know? Mm -hmm. Look, <laughs> you this, know? this is the thing, though, like, this is the thing. Okay. 
each book that is issued has a new edition that comes out the very next semester. That is very true. So if you have the same book for 10 years, they did made nine other books that you have no knowledge of. What did Jim say? Jess. What is what yeah, what did Jess say? Hmm. I um uh... I really don't know what I said. I don't think you said that. Uh, was that was that your experience as well in the school that you went to? Did you have to? I mean, like yeah. your books. My mine, mine was kind of weird because when I came to Tulsa, um, I grew up, uh, went to uh, kindergarten, all that shit out in California, and oh. so at uh, yeah, six years old, I come to Oklahoma with culture shock, wondering. First of all, why the hell do we have to move so far away from the beach? I ain't ride my bike down there now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that, that sucks. Yeah, right. And all y'all motherfuckers here in Oklahoma talk funny as hell. <laughs> you know, right, so, right, yeah. It, you yeah. Know, I'm, I'm scrambling with that. But I, I was real fortunate because I lived uh, three houses down from Barnard Elementary there at uh, 17th and Lewis. Oh yeah, yeah. The school burnt down, and now it's like really high end houses and condos and shit up on my right. playground, and you know, <laughs> that's where I used to kick right. <laughs> right over your childhood memories. Yeah, uh, yeah. Hope y'all having fun cutting the grass where I used to kick our dad. Right? <laughs> Hell yeah. That used to be asphalt back in the day. Now we got grass. Yeah, so, well, yeah. back in the day, they used to call it the blacktop. That's where we would yeah, play. Yeah. yeah. It was the blacktop. Go to the blacktop, and we knew where the blacktop was, and we knew where the actual playground was. You know, exactly. so. Exactly. You know? Yep, yeah. Yep. So, cool. so you yep. did have. A lot of that, you know. Oh man! So Barnard was kind of cool, though. It was it was the first school in Tulsa, first school in a lot of places that, that went to this open concept and everything. Was, mm -hmm. was kind of weird because we had these classrooms. They could pull these dividers and separate class by class. Yeah, we had them you, too. Did you? Okay, so you could hear what was going on down in the class down there while right. you're doing your math here, and it, so it, it yeah. was kind of. There were little tan, little tan dividers. Oh. Yeah, the, that, the, the, that, the, they fold out on the track, and yeah, yeah, yeah. So exactly. The other thing was the way they did it; they had it where it was it was self paced learning. We started out with these SRA kids, so mm -hmm. we didn't even really have books for a big part of my curriculum. We had these boxes go up and pull these like file index cards out of lesson one in yes, white, pink, yeah, yellow, green, and you work yourself all the way up to bronze, silver, gold, and then what? I think purple was the number one. If you get to purple, you were fucking king. That's shit. my color. That's my color. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so wow. you know, we, we had we had a lot of that, but uh, with the book sharing type thing, I know. Uh, oh yeah, out of the blue here, shout out to my boy, uh, Mr. Townsend. Uh, all right, Mr. He Townsend. Was, he was the first. Real experience that I had with a black man. He was my teacher at Barnard. And he was a music teacher, John Townsend. And you can check this out. Wow. John Townsend wrote, this motherfucker was smart, man. He had me doing music theory like a fucking Beethoven in third grade. I'm telling what? you, he, I'm not shitting you. He, the man was brilliant. He, he came over to our house for dinner and stuff. He, he, I remember him telling my dad about what a 
unbelievable student I was, da, 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 this, that, and that thing. But he wrote the song for Tulsa Public Schools that is like the Tulsa Public Schools theme song called We Are the Children of Tulsa. What? Check it out. John Townsend. Check yeah, it out. Check yeah. it out. Wait, okay, okay. okay right. Hello? All right. Hello? Yes. Hello? I said, all right. So we're picking oh, it back. Uh, we all good. Like I said, it just keeps on moving. And I forgot what we're talking about. Uh, well, she was asking me about uh, kind of setting things up, uh, talking about my uh, baseball. I, I don't want to call it a career because it was more like a uh, part-time job. But uh, <laughs> uh, go. oh no, no, we, no, we're talking about we, uh, oh, we went two pot. Yeah, yeah. we're talking about ninety-six. Great summer. Okay, so um, uh, we didn't want to believe any of the uh, the rumors or whatever. We wanted to get like clarification about it. And uh, when I, once I found out that he was dead, like, uh, my mom and them were coming to pick me up for, like, a weekend or whatever to go home or whatever. And my sister was there. And she was like, is it true? And I was like, I was like, yeah. She was like, is it true? I was like, yeah, it is true. She, like, just, it was like, it was like a movie scene almost. She was had her back against the wall and slid down the wall onto the floor and just, like, broke down into the sobbing, just crying, just crying, bawling. When Tupac died, you know how much mm. you know how much we love that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? They understand how much we love them. That's why, like, when people talk about, oh, how much I love the man, bullshit. Y'all don't love, but we we actually love that man in real life. When it fucking physically hurts when you lose mm -hmm. somebody, it's like, yeah, yeah. And the thing was, like, the uh, East uh, Coast and West Coast thing was going on. You know the whole uh, thing, and it was a guy. I forget his name. Fuck his name, but uh, I forget his name. <laughs> But he was from fucking uh, New York and shit. And so he was all East Coast, East Coast, East Coast. I wasn't all like West Coast, West Coast. I loved both of them because I was a musician. But since I like Tupac, he was still on the East Coast, West Coast shit. So uh, when Tupac gets shot and killed, right, this motherfucker came to my dorm room, door always open, and was like, Tupac, pop, 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 pop. Mm -mm. Me, me. Hey, I run track when I was in high school, but if I did, that's how fast I would have been running. It's all. <laughs> and I still yeah. can be black ass. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck Christian Black, Tupac hating ass nigga. Fuck him. <laughs> and it was crazy because, you know, Biggie, you know, you know what I'm saying? Biggie died like shortly after that. Yeah. And yeah. He, I didn't go over there and send a Biggie pop, pop, pop bullshit or whatever. I didn't even really say nothing about it. He was, yeah, it really hurt his feelings. He apologized, but you know, we don't apologize. We do shit all the time, fucked up shit, and we just keep, yeah. kind of keep it pushing. Just don't apologize. Fuck. They know you're sorry because you already did. Why, exactly. why telling them that you're sorry? How's that going to help you? You're going down on your explanation now. Yeah. I don't need I to hear it twice. Don't need to hear it twice. So, um, what else was going on at any time? Man. 96. Well, we'll do another flashback to the 80s. Uh, 82, man. Let's see. Well, we had uh, a peanut farmer in the uh, Oval Office at the time. No, no, Reagan was already in eight. Was already Reagan. Uh -huh. Yeah. Let me get, let me get back to my history books. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. So Reagan was, Reagan was in. Uh, Nancy was saying, "Just say no." I was just saying, "Mo." <laughs> yeah. 
Because I didn't like the N word. <laughs> Just say fuck. Just say fuck. I don't like the N word. <laughs> don't say no to me. I got to well, I, <laughs> I can I can imagine in college most men were not saying no. <laughs> no. <laughs> it really, it really, it wasn't, you know, it was small, easy to use, uh, fit in your back pocket, but I just never pulled it out because it was just, it was like, no, nah, I, I got better words than that. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Work on your vocabulary. You know? <laughs> that's not. <laughs> no, I'm saying that's a negative response. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, Neo taught me that stuff. <laughs> yeah, so what kind of girls did you all look for in college? Like, what kind of girls did you date? Like, what what type of girls were you interested in? Uh, the ones that were breathing, probably. Oh, no, 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 As long as you were a girl, uh, crazy enough to listen to some of the shit that I would have to say and thought right. it was funny or entertaining or whatever. That was the kind of girl I liked. You know, that was your girl. Stroking, you're stroking my ego right now, right? Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm a funny motherfucker with shit. And how about you, Bumsy? I mean, what kind of girls were you into? Well, were Bumsy, you like into athletes or back, something? He's on the back porch right now. So we are going wow. to phones on the charger. Tell you what, okay, we're cool. going to put, put it on a pause for one second here. Okay. I'm going to go grab our host. All righty. Say what? Hello? Hello. What what is the question? The question is, what type of girls were you interested in? He told me what type of girls he was interested in in college. What type of girls were you interested in? I can kind of see you at that time probably looking at more athletic. Athletic type. Well, well, or... well, this is the story. This is the story. All right. So, like, uh, like I said earlier, I went as soon as you could go. So I was there with like the football players and shit, and uh, all of the athletes and everything. And the North Stars were there too. Mm. You know what the North Star is? No. This like the dance team for NEO. That's right. Like, That's right. I do. Yes. Yes. And my mama, my mama, Miss <clears throat> Pastor. Pastor Jean Marie you know was, 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 was a North Star. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm up in the cafeteria that. one day, right? I'm in the cafeteria one day. And uh, this girl comes up and sits down. She's a North Star. And she says to me, uh, you're going you're mine. Mm. Can't nobody else have you, you're mine. And pretty much I was. <laughs> pretty much yeah. I was. She claimed pretty you from the was. door. <laughs> But she was like, she was a very spoiled person. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna say her name. I'm not gonna say her family's name or put her on blast or nothing. But she was a very spoiled person, and it was a very one-sided type of relationship. Ah, or most of them, though. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) The French say there's one who kisses and one who's kissed. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I take kisses. Okay. So like my mom. So my mom was a north star. Mm-hmm. And the I told her that uh, I was going to hook up with a chess today, and we're going to do the uh, start the Russell Hall trilogy, <laughs> quadrilogy, whatever it's going to be. It's going to be the quadrilogy. Thing. Excuse me, um, but um, and she was like, "Do you remember the steps?" 
And I was like, yeah, because there were stairs that went up into the North Stars, like their dorm. They had stairs. We didn't have stairs going up into Russell no, Hall. No, yeah. Russell Hall, you just walk through the door, just, you know, regular <laughs> shit. They had stairs, like, walking up to their shit. Kind of like uh, if you were going to see, like, something in a uh, D.C. or something. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. That one or one no, of those memorials. Yeah, yeah. They had steps North like that. She was an asshole. She was an asshole. That was a prerequisite. And she was being an asshole this day. And she was being such an asshole that she walked. We were going up the steps. And she talked some shit and did something and fell down like three steps by herself. And tore her ACL. <laughs> No, 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 I'm not laughing at it. I'm laughing because it's a kitchen slipping. <laughs> oh, yeah. She tore her ACL, right? Okay. All right. So, like I said, it's already a one sided relationship. <laughs> She's already That's a one legged relationship. <laughs> how well do you think this bitch is going to be now that she has a torn ACL? And crutches and can't carry her bags. It takes yeah. her 25 minutes. To get, it takes her 25 minutes to get to class. <laughs> and away from class and into the cafeteria and all of that. <laughs> all right, so then, all right, all right, we go to rehab everything. You know what I'm saying? Physical therapy. You know, get all that shit back together. She still can't be a North Star because she missed the whole season. She missed dancing the whole season. You know what I'm saying? She was yeah, they not they not hiring girls turning circles. You know what I mean? That's just not. Yeah. That's just not the option. Moves, yeah, you gotta do the moves pretty good. You gotta yeah. be able to walk up the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least. At least. Well, I was walking up my stairs and, and threw a fit and, and tore my ACL. Yeah. Bitch, you stupid. And you and, and she had a full scholarship. Oh, okay. Man. All right. So like later on in the year, like after she gets all healed up and shit. I fucking um uh which one happened first? All right, all right. So all right, I'm I'm older than everyone who's at the school. Mm-hmm. And we told the story like a few times, but and that's what's weird because I'm older than here. everybody who's at the school. Like I'm like 22 mm-hmm. going to junior college. My brother and him are like 18. Mm-hmm. I had a job. Uh, and my job was just to sign people in who came into Russell Hall. Like, if you came in to see somebody, I just took your ID and wrote your name. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm working and shit. So, like, uh, you know how back in the, it, it, it might be different now, and I'm not sure if it's different or not. But back in the day, there was a big thing between Oklahoma City and Tulsa. Oh, yeah. Four or five a big thing. Four or five and did not get along at all. We, we didn't start getting along until the thunder came in. Yep. But long story short, okay, I'm outside smoking a cigarette, and they was all out there wrestling. It was like some football players always fought, hating on us, very nervous. But it was dudes from Oklahoma City uh, wrestling against dudes from uh, Tulsa. So they was all out there wrestling. And uh, one of the guys who played football was a twin, and he was wrestling with my brother. So, like, uh, his twin just saw me standing there and decided to come wrestle with me. So he runs up on me and shit, but I was standing like right next to the glass window. And as soon as he grabbed me, we went through, I was like, motherfucker, don't you see this? Because I was going to say, don't see this fucking window. We went straight yeah. through the fucking nine, nine foot. Oh, black. my goodness. We went straight through the window. And then uh, all I, I had my hoodie on. You know what I'm saying? I had my, I had my cap on, my hoodie cap on or whatever. And uh, all I did was cover my face. Mm. 
Just think if you would have had your uh, ball smacker hoodie on too, you know. Shout out to ball smackers, by the way. <laughs> oh, that was a deep blood. I had, that that. Deep blood. Hey, I had to throw that in there. Hey, get that girl. Get that ball smackers. <laughs> yeah, you know, you talking about hoodies and hoods and caps and you know all that. It just brought up ball smackers. All right, we gonna. Do you get that from us? We have we're going to roll over. No, I'm just saying. Get your, get your ball smackers hoodie your hat. All right. Let's keep it going. Here we are. Here we are, we are uh, uh, under uh, contract to have to uh, throw that in there yeah. every, every couple of hours. You know? Yeah. Like, so. <laughs> we got to pay, pay bills. <laughs> all, right. all right. So, like, we go through the glass window. Mm-hmm. And I cover my face. Dude, like, pushes off of me. And gets up and starts running. And like we weren't fighting. But once you push up off of me, after you to push me through a fucking window, we fight. I'm just saying, yeah. I'm talking, that's how we go. That's a so given now. Yeah. Come on. So I get up and start chasing his ass, right? So as I'm running, I feel something hit my face. Hmm. And I'm down and my whole like finger is like my pinky finger is like hanging off like my hand and shit. Oh and my god. Blood actually hit me in the face while I was running. And so I stop and I go back to the dorm, of course. And so then, uh, when I, once I get back to the dorm, Russell Hall, uh, we got to make sure with Russell, Russell Hall. Hall. Russell, every time we say we gonna have to get some uh, sound effects, shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, so I go back to Russell Hall, right. and uh, man, like everybody is screaming and shit. It's like a scary movie, and the motherfucker came in. They're like, oh, oh my god, oh, because blood is flying everywhere. All it's spitting out of my hands, spitting. Out of my hands. Mm. No one will give me a ride to the motherfucking hospital. And so, like, uh, the dorm lady, uh, our dorm mom, she took me to the hospital and shit. You know, she took me to the hospital. Go to the hospital. They finally get the bleeding stopped and everything. And uh, we're in my Emma, Oklahoma, so mm. they don't have a surgeon on deck. They gotta call a motherfucker in from out of town and shit, right? So mm-hmm. dude, an hour away. Yeah, so they wrap it up and everything. And I'm just waiting for this guy to come in. So he comes in. All right. When when he come through the door, when he what when he come, when he came through the door, I was like, I was scared. Because uh dude was in his early 90s. He was in his early 90s. Early 90s. I ain't bullshit. <laughs> And he said, I'm 91. I said, motherfucker, I knew he was yeah, in Yeah, dang. When's the grandson going to get here? I'm like, he going to put the whiskey on it. He's going to give you some of his skin. <laughs> okay. So, like, he comes in, and it's just like when you were in, like, sixth grade uh, 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 science class. Now, when you were, uh, uh, when you had the frog, dissecting yeah. the frog. Mm-hmm. I just had everything pinned down to the to the table and shit. Yeah, that's how my skin was pinned down to the table. It's like a squirrel frog. And I'm, and I'm <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm talking. I'm talking to the senior. I'm talking to the senior. Oh damn! Yeah. And he, and he says to me, "Yeah, I've done a lot of these surgeries before." And I was like, "Okay." So I was feeling like kind of confident. And shit. Like, okay. Then he says, "The first one I did was in World War One." Oh my. Yeah. One. Yeah. One. One. Man. 
Yeah, they didn't have What about y'all shoot muskets and shit in World War One? You're gonna have to get to the hospital. Get a horse over here. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, he still had the same. He had the same <laughs> needles. Chop it off. You hey, gotta go. We gonna chop it off. <laughs> Back in the day, that was medicine. We just gonna chop it off. It's gone. Yeah. <laughs> chop it off and burn it. Yeah. Yeah, no. Hey, hey, and burn it with no anesthesia. <laughs> Can you imagine though, like they're gonna cut your leg off uh-huh. and then burn it, but they don't have anesthesia. They don't have anesthesia. Hey, bite no. on this. This will help. Bite this bark in your mouth and see if that help you out at all. Uh... Nerves burning and shit. Oh. We already Wait. cut the shit off. That was without no anesthesia. Yeah. And now we're going to burn it. Oh, Lord Jesus. Or I'm glad that I was born at the time that I was born. At. <laughs> like, i got to pick this scab off. Can you hit some Novocaine over here? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, man. So, what's, okay. So, I mean, so when he came in, what, what, that was the first thing he said to you? The first time my first surgery was in war? <laughs> Once he took my skin and pimped it all down to the table, like the frog that we did when we were science class, then we started our conversation. Oh, my gosh. Like, what, 12, the three, three, what, what, three or four times? Yeah. And none of my shit and did all that. Then we started talking. Okay, but so wait was- a minute. Did he give you a belt to bite? <laughs> Nope. No, no, he got the shot. I got the shot. We had yeah. shots. Yeah. Okay, okay. All right. I was just wondering if he was having breath fast. I wasn't cowboy up. Yeah, yeah, but until I get this hand looking just like the frog in this picture, I don't know what to do yet. So hang on. <laughs> so hang on. And so um, he told me he was like, because uh, like I'm pretty much almost come off. I pretty much oh. almost, when I put my hands on my face, mm-hmm. hit my my hand and almost cut my whole pinky out. If I didn't cover my face, that glass would hit me like all of my face. Maybe. Oh my gosh. Probably fear. Honestly. Wow. Yeah. But, and so, uh, he said, you will never feel from your, uh, what is the finger called? Not your middle finger. The one next, the wrong one to the right. What's that finger called? Almost fucking finger. No. What? Oh, okay. what? <laughs> Thank you. What's the one between the pinky and your middle finger? What's that one called? It's a ring finger over here, but over it's here. a ring finger on the left hand. But on the right hand, what is it called? It's a, it, it's it's the same thing. People wear. Yeah, it's, it was, it's a ringless it's bump. Bump pocket is where you put our ring. This is the bump pocket. This is the fucking. This is the bump pocket. Yeah. Yeah. So you almost yeah. cut your bump pocket finger off. That is crazy. Dang. I almost cut off. And he said that you will never uh, feel anything from the bum fucker ring finger. Is what we call <laughs> fucker ring is what we call it. Uh, like from there over, he was like, you will never feel anything on that side of your hand. Because it had cut like almost to the nurse and all of that shit. Mm-hmm. And get, but then he, after that, he said, unless a miracle happened. And guess what happened? What happened? A motherfucking miracle happened. I can feel everything on this side and everything. Hot, cold, everything. What? He said, unless a miracle happened, a miracle happened. Yeah, we came back together. Moral of this story is don't trust any doctor over 90. Yeah, if they 90, <laughs> they, they I have a sto- I have a story about that as well, but I will tell it later on. But I have a, definitely a story about a doctor that 
yeah, he was over the age of, of uh, he had definitely passed his time of being so a doctor. He had made his technology. I my brain. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And you know the crazy part about it? His last name, we have the same last name. And wow. so when I went, okay, I'll tell that story in another podcast. So you guys tune back in. Stay tuned yeah. in because these stories are going to get amazing. This is just the beginning of it. And so we're prepping you guys. So just get ready. You're going to hear some stories that are going to blow your mind. You bum fuckers. <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Say, just remember the names have been changed to protect our innocence because we're really guilty as hell. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> and, and, and so, like when when I went to college, when I went to college, I was I was stupid. Like instead of like taking the classes that you need to take to get your degree, I was taking what I wanted to. So, yeah. I so your advice to students going to college would be what? Oh, take whatever you want to take still, because even if you take those other classes, it, that, it does not necessarily mean you're going to get that money. That's, That's right. I okay. That and after 25 years of reflecting on it, <laughs> right. when you can take 25 years and reflect on something, you can have a different kind of opinion. Yeah, you get a little different. Right. Yeah, right. I'm looking at it from this angle yeah. now. I'll tell you what. 25 years later, I feel I like. Dumb ass. Yeah, I was a dumb ass. That's all I was. I was a dumb ass. That's all I was. But now that so, I've graduated, I'm an idiot. Yeah. Back in the day, though, going to college was just all about, because we, most of us, some of us, you know, at a younger age, we weren't even thinking about college. We were just trying to get through middle school and high school at the time. So, oh, yeah. like, watching TV, they made college look like, oh, man, we're going to be partying our asses off. And, you know, they never really truly talk about the work that needs to be done when you go to college. You know, usually people go to college on scholarships sometimes, some academics and, and whatnot. And did you know that a cheerleader can get a full scholarship to college? Yes. But this is my thing, though. Like, I, I, I mean, I'm not trying to cut you off or nothing, but. That is the job of our counselors. Our counselors should have got us scholarships. Exactly. They should have got us all of this stuff, grants and everything we need. That was their yes. job. They failed us right. in that way, I feel. Yeah. I, I agree. And even the ones that helped you prepare with maybe getting the intros to the school and getting and getting the applications done and all that, mm -hmm. they didn't tell you all the back work that needed to be done for you just to prepare yeah. to be ready for that first. You walk onto campus and it's like, Amen. Okay. Yeah, you yeah. was in it. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like you're like you from another country. Yeah. It's our own place. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is like very in a whole true. other country. Yeah. Talk about they didn't help us out at all today, especially at our school. And you know, I'm I'm gonna be upset for the rest of my life for them changing the name for one, for them mm -hmm. taking all of our shit uh out oh, of the walls yeah. and stuff and putting the education service center for mm -hmm. two. You know what I'm saying? And this shitting on us uh, this just uh, for shitting on us on three. They yeah. shit them. They shit it on our legacy. Yeah. We stayed there. Remember how, like, uh, you guys, you, you, you your team, uh, she played basketball. If, uh, just, just for a little back, you know, story. She played basketball for Tulsa McClain. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, she was a bad motherfucker. And but every yeah. time they would win a game, in the paper, oh, they were like at risk. McClain Scotts win the game. 
at risk. Yeah. At risk. Yeah. That's all we was. Our whole career, our college, our collegiate, high school careers were at risk. Yeah. That's what we did. And then we got us off the at, at risk list. Our senior. Remember my senior year, junior? We was off the list. We got off the list. It wasn't yeah. our fault. The people who took but the test before us was on the risk list. It wasn't even us. It wasn't even you. You're having to wear the- We got them off the we got them off the risk list, bro. But I mean nowadays. So can you kind of transfer that that same that demeanor in, in uh, policy toward what we're going on today? Do we suffer consequences oh. of the president? You know, oh, it's like all these people. Oh, we have all these people that of really just guide us in in our future. Do you feel like failed as in how you were failed at being for going to college or not going to college? So do you like failed at what time did you notice that before the thing to me that I never understood like I was not the star basketball player, you know, uh, but I did my thing. And uh, my, my sophomore year. I have to throw this in here. I have to. Yes. No, no. What are you, you going to say? What are you going to say? Extraordinary. And it wasn't always about the team. You played on superstars, but you always played as something that a lot of kids today don't really have to be the one in the paper. You don't have to get it back, but as long as you're a team player, I appreciate that. that. I, I really do. Because, you know, because, like, I mean, it, in my mind, I think of it differently, that. you know what I'm saying, sometimes, but it's good to let, yeah, at least you, you appreciate it, that the effort that I put in, because we put in some effort, you know, they're they, they trying to get to a billion. <laughs> 500 million served today. They're trying to get to Hello? Hello. Hey, it's okay. Hey, we have those technical difficulties, uh, difficulties from time to time, but uh, yeah. it'll pick up like right where it left off. Okay, great. And like I was saying is that uh, we found out the other day that we both went to the same uh, junior college. Ah, okay. Yeah, you know about NEO? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know about NEO? NEO, yeah. I do, I do, I do. Good times yep. down there at NEO. Yeah, so we found out that we both went to NEO, right? So we decided that we were going to uh, come up with, and then we found out that not only did we go to NEO. Yeah, not just did we go to the same school together, but I think we actually were roommates at different times. Wow. He was there like two years before me, but yeah. I was on the same floor of the same hall, of the same hall, in the same room. You know what I'm saying? Ten years later, doing the same thing yeah. he was doing ten years before. Wow! It's like it's a warm up back for him, waiting for him to come in and finish it up. Yeah, we were like, it was like some back. <laughs> and you know, like '96 was a crazy year for me. Crazy yeah. year, but yeah. we always started off with uh when we first got there, and so like um you know. I was ready to get out of fucking Tulsa and go to school anyway. It was three years after I graduated. 
My buzz mm-hmm. was going to NEO, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to get out of here. Plus, we still had, a, you know, we had the group and everything, so I wanted to keep the group and stuff together, so we just all went together. So mm-hmm. me uh, and my two brothers are in there playing 33 in the gym up in NEO. Uh, as soon as they said, you can come in and, and be here, I was there, like the first night. So we're in the gym. Mm-hmm. We're in the gym with nobody else, just us playing 33. The football players were there too because they came early because they had, you know, uh, summer practice and all that shit. Mm-hmm. And so they all, you know, the whole team, like 52 motherfuckers coming to the gym. We're playing 33. We finished the game. They're like, y'all want to play three on three? We're like, what's up? Us and y'all, what's up? We ran through the whole squad, the whole football squad. Three after three after three after three after three. Oh, my goodness. And they hated us from that point on. That was like my first like uh, experience when I had first got to NEO. What was your first experience, Jess? Well, same thing, but I said, uh, you know, I want to play some 34 because I know you're going to expand even well, mine's a little twisted. It's going so far back that we lose everybody. I just kind of hit my points here. So uh, my college career started out really illustriously. I, I went to OU my first year. And uh, at the end of that year, after trying to walk on and play baseball, and which which I did, I got to be a, a practice starter and everything. But at the end of the year, when I'm thinking, all right, you know, what's going to happen next year? You're talking to coach, and he's like – I see you got a point one one grade average. <laughs> oh Lord! <laughs> I'm like, I know, I tried. <laughs> yep, that's like what you check for your alcohol level is. <laughs> I was afraid, Coach, if I scored any higher, you'd arrest me. <laughs> so. <laughs> about a baseball career you also have to be serious about scholastics and academics and he said uh yeah. obviously he's kind of setting a bad trend here and i said well this ain't the first place so <laughs> <laughs> anyway i uh ended up messing up with this girl up in no water my dad lived in no water when i was growing up and uh he uh, i didn't see much of it except in summers or whatever so i'd go up there and i'd raise holy hell and just terrorize no water in sometime you know because it's like i ain't got a beard here <laughs> <school year." laughs> so, I'm going back home after all my chaos. Deuces, see y'all. Put that back together, will you? <laughs> Where should that take for that? <laughs> yeah, I got my Guantanamo back with me. What you need? So, so my girl, she's like. Uh, she well, hell, she was 1982 uh, Coors Light Rodeo Girl of the Year. Um, yeah, Julie Folk, her parents owned like fucking half of the border of Kansas, Oklahoma, up there, and they had this real cool nightclub and steakhouse and all this shit. Well, she rodeo queen since she's four years old, so obviously she's going to go to the ag school, you know, so she can do her, you know, little 4H FFA, whatever that shit is. And she's like, "Well, you ought to think about coming up to NEO." And I'm like, "What the fuck is NEO?" You know, I'm. 
I'm talking O U K U. You know, I wanted to be NCAA Division One, motherfucker. Yeah. So I'm like junior college, but that's I don't know. So come on up, man, and at least go talk to the coach and everything. So I'm. That sounds like a road trip. You know, I got enough weed. We can do one of these. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we head up to NEO. And I'm like, where are we going? She goes, Miami. I'm like, Miami? Miami? No, it's Miami. <laughs> right, okay, number one. Here we go with the letters and the speaking of it. It oh, says this, but it's, it's doing that. <laughs> so I'm like, been playing with letters for a long time. A long time. That's why they, you know, call it spelling. <laughs> <laughs> whole other episode about mm-hmm. so anyway we end up in Miami at NEO and uh we go down to the uh coach's office and shit and I introduced myself to coach Clark and you know gave him a big spiel and blah 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 and he's like well I'll tell you what we get to uh start uh, fall practice here in about a week and a half he said if you're serious about going to school you know you're already enrolled and everything come on up we do tryouts that first week uh we'll do speed indexes get you out there, throw the ball, see what you can do with that in your hand. and You know, it's, it's all good. So I'm looking forward to it now because base, baseball was my gig, man. I wanted to wear L.A. Dodger blue. I wanted to be out there on the mound. I, you know, Dwight Gooden's move aside. It's time for me to come out now. <laughs> Take them knives out of your pocket. It's my turn, it's my turn baby. <laughs> 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 so, you know, all those uh, fucking bad dreams when you're young, dumb, and, you know, so, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. well, I tell you. So I uh, end up going back down there a week later, uh, doing the tryouts and everything. I decided, yes, I better get enrolled because I hadn't even done that yet. <laughs> so I'm back down, figure a way to do that shit. I get in there. And, yeah, Coach Park, boom, here's my papers. You know, let's do the tryout shit. So I'm going to practice every day this week. And this is like uh, three weeks before actual school starts. So you got almost a month of training yeah. and, and conditioning and everything to get ready for the fall season. Well, I came up there and I showed out pretty good. You know, he was impressed with my arm because back in the day I could throw some heat, man. I, I got clocked at 98 mile an hour fastball in Southwest Missouri State. 98 mile an hour, dude. Goodness. I was going to tease, dude. I mean, you did not want me to fucking aim at your beans. No. And, uh, Never was that great with the bat. I had a pretty steady stick, but I wasn't like a home run hitter or anything. But, you know, I was, I was probably a 300-plus batter. So um, I get on the team, you know. It's cool. This is what I want to do. My baseball career is still going on. But, you know, man, here I am at any of them. Oh! It's like, whoa. Yeah, so being a baseball player <laughs> – they put me in where? But where they put the athletes? Russell Hall. Russell Hall. Well, 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 uh, okay. Well, actually, <laughs> Russell Hall is not for the, well, it's the it's not for the people <laughs> who have scholarships. No, Russell yeah. Hall is for the athletes the who want to walk on. Up and comers. So they put us in the walk on dorm, Victoria. Yep. That's where we was at. Russell oh Hall. my goodness. Yep. And on in Russell Hall, we had a studio on the third floor, and it was called a third floor studio. My boy had some big ass figures, 18s, 12s, whatever. We beat out the whole fucking, uh, we beat out the whole fucking school pretty much. You know what I'm saying? And we would go up there with my drum machine and make up beats and shit. And they would bump the beats and we would like practice our songs and stuff in front of all of the people and shit. And then uh, every couple of weeks, no, not every couple of weeks, we only went like two or three times. Two or three times during the semester, we went home and recorded songs. 
So they would be there with us while we were like practicing the songs and shit. Then we would go home and record them and come back with the fucking final product. And they fucking loved us for this shit because they were part of the process. Yep, that in third floor studio at Russell yeah. Hall. And here's Ups and Russell Hall. Yep, Russell yep. Hall. Yes, yes. This Russell Hall can make us a billion dollars. <laughs> at least a billion likes, comments, and subscribes. We, I mean, we only want hey, and that's what they should be doing. <laughs> and so flashback 10 years earlier, we didn't have you know the 12th and the 18th and all that shit, but I did have at the time, some Klipsch cornerhorn speakers that stand about four and a half feet tall. They're about two foot wide at the base, a little square. They they bump so hard that the bottom, uh, about six inches of the speaker, is filled with sand so that they're heavy enough they don't walk across the floor when they're going. Wow. Now, limited power. Mm -hmm. As long as you're pumping clean power in those, I don't care. 1,000 watts, 1,500 watts, whatever you want to put. Well, I had a, I had a, uh, a, uh, what the hell was that? Uh, Two type amp. You'll have to excuse me because every now and then my memory goes on me. So uh, <laughs> I had a TAC 500 watt tube type amp to put out like 0. 0.00001 total harmonic distortion, clean power. So, and we weren't doing our own beats and shit like that, but we were uh, dialing in uh, one of the three racks of LP albums that I had playing. Any and everything that we felt like sounded good and booming that shit so hard that people at the cafeteria were like, Can you turn it down? <laughs> My jello started to walk off the mic. <laughs> you know what? Near Russell Hall. <laughs> so, so, what were you guys like? What were you guys like listening to? What was like your favorite uh, song man. back then? Yeah, what kind of music were you playing? Well, what kind of music were you playing? Okay, honey, sing some way up there. Any of what? Like the Cowboys is and shit. We did like a lot of Leonard Skinner and. Uh, ah, yeah. yeah. Some uh, oh we shit everything Kansas the Beatles Led Zeppelin uh, oh, yeah. Joplin yeah I mean just yeah. old school sixties seventies eighties rock you know Van yeah. Halen oh my God. Eddie was just Eddie was just coming up I mean seventy nine I remember listening to their first album off an eight track in my boy's truck <laughs> and I'm like who the fuck is that on the guitar <laughs> so yeah but I don't know if you you all from Tulsa man, but I'm just a little bit older than that. Do you remember Peaches Records and Tapes back in the day? I have heard of them, yes. Oh, okay. It was. It, it has since become one of the big franchise, big box, where they yeah. sell albums, blah, blah, blah. But that was uh -huh. the place to go if you were going to buy a record, because mm -hmm. first of all, there weren't CDs. <laughs> there, yeah. there, there were LPs, and there were 45s, and 45s were kind of junky anyway, because you play those on your little sister's turn. Yeah. You have to have, yeah, you know, baby yeah, yeah, yeah. you want the real deal. So everything I had was, you know, 12 inch LP, 33 and third. And I had, and I got real jiggy with it too, because I was like, okay, I'm not just buying, you know, shit off the shelf here. I'm going to go down to like Wizards and I'm going to find the half speed German vinyl master disc reproduction, you know, three times you do. And, yeah. But I mean, I was an audiophile. Still am, really. I mean, I, I love my music, man. Music is the shit. Mm -hmm. And the better, the clearer, the more uh, to the original sound it is, the more I like it. You mm -hmm. know, pump up the jam. Like, you know? So, uh, hey, another musician in the house. Imagine that, huh, Sissy Boss? Imagine I, a musician or something. You should <laughs> see the smile on my face right now because this, this oh. sounds like great harmony. Great harmony. Uh, 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 I'm excited. Uh, Hey, we can hear the smile on your voice. Beautiful. Let's <laughs> yeah. the Afro Queen is in the building. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. 
Cindy Boston's in the building. Cindy Boston's in the high. I'm here. Did you say Cindy Boston? Cindy Boston is here. But yeah, so you guys had extraordinary experiences at NEO. I have one to tell, but I will tell my story later on because this is absolutely exciting to hear the experiences of people that actually gone to college. Some people never have been to college. So to hear your experiences is going to be awesome. And so um, from what from C said that you guys are going to continue this for a little while so people can get yeah. an idea of your experiences. So maybe oh, yeah. this, yeah, exactly. you guys talking about it can prepare other people that are going to college and what to expect. And, you know, and you just never know how fate works. You know, you guys are back together now and really uh, didn't know each other then. So, you know, time comes in a full circle. So I am very excited to hear more about each one of your stories. So you say full circle because we 20 minutes ago when we were warming up for this, just kicking around some ideas. Yeah. That was kind of the theme that kept <laughs> was a full circle. Yeah. Full circle. Yeah. It's awesome. So did you so so what actually happened when you were playing baseball? Oh Lord! <laughs> well, you want to oh, you want to you want to just kind of set it up now for the the next podcast where maybe you can go more into detail because That's it's probably, very yeah. interesting. That's well, yeah, can, yeah, we, we, we're, we're going to something else. We were going to something yeah. else. We we're, we're telling stories like '96 was a crazy year because uh -huh. um, Tupac died in '96. Uh, That's right. When I was at when I was on at my NBA. birthday. On my birthday. Oh, yeah, her birthday is the same day. She's a 13th. It's like me with 13th. Like, it, whatever day my birthday is on, whatever day it is of the year, hers is on the same day. Well, yeah. actually, it's hers first because hers comes before mine. So, whatever, well, whatever day her birthday is on, mine is on. Full circle? Yeah. You're a 13? Yeah, we're all 13. I'm an 18. Wow. Well, look in there. Close again. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I used to see the that's a whole nother I story. I used to see the picture. Yeah. 